Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, and creating your dream studio with educator, owner of Dance Energy Studios, and business coach, Claire O'Shea. You are now listening to the Fall into February series, where the episodes in the month of February are dedicated to providing the best tips and tricks to help you rekindle that fire within you, explore the realms of self-care as a business owner, and fall back in love with your studio. We will also be releasing weekly videos on our Facebook page at Claire O'Shea Coaching, where you will find extra special nuggets of important information related to this month's series. Now, here's your host, Claire O'Shea. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. My name is Claire O'Shea, and I'm super excited to be diving into our February podcast series, Fall into February, where I share with you my top tips and advice from the heart, which will help you fall back in love with your studio, allowing your business to thrive and grow into its fullest potential. I will also be posting a mini video series on my Facebook page at Claire O'Shea Coaching every Wednesday, where I'll share extra helpful information related to each of the podcast episodes released that week. There will also be an amazing free download which will be released at the end of the month on Monday, February 26, which will fill you in on all the topics discussed this month, plus some amazing worksheets, templates, and extra tips and tricks. To sign up and receive your free Fall in Love freebie booklet automatically when it's released, simply visit www.businessofdance.net forward slash fall in love freebie and that's fall in love f-r-e-e-b-i-e i cannot wait to share these love themed episodes with you as i know how it can be a challenge when getting started with your business or if you've been doing this for a while to lose track of the big picture and the reason why you started your studio in the first place so let's dive into episode one of the fall into february series Today, I'm going to take you on a little journey, a fall in love flashback, if you will, and I'm going to ask you the eight fundamental questions for you to reflect on, which will rekindle that flame you once had with your studio in order for you to move forward with your business in a healthy, positive way. We all get caught up in those small, tedious tasks, the stressful moments or times things just aren't going our way. We sometimes lose sight of our love for dance as well as our studios, but it's important for us to remind ourselves why we started our businesses in the first place. That is what these reflection questions are all about. So let's get started. Question number one. What was your first introduction to dance? So this may seem a little silly, but I want you to really dig deep on who inspired you to start, what age you started, and what experience you had and how it all began. Now, you may know this at the top of your head easily, or you need to think about it a bit, or possibly even ask your parent or a guardian. But the whole point of this exercise is to connect you back to your roots and embody the experiences you had, which lit that flame inside of you. On the flip side, unfortunately, there are studio owners out there who started their businesses or teaching because they didn't want other children having a bad experience like them. So, you know, these possibly could have been bad memories or experiences of another teacher and you might have experienced things possibly that you wish had gone differently. So how did that make you feel at the time and why do you think it has carried with you throughout the years? Now, for those people as well, why did you decide to turn this into a positive experience and result in starting your own business? Now, I was very blessed to have an amazing experience growing up and I 
really attribute my amazing dance education to my teacher and the reason why I wanted to start my own studio was because I had such an amazing experience at that studio growing up so I was so blessed and I know a lot of people who were but I do know unfortunately there were some people who had teachers that possibly weren't as kind and so you know that made them you know, make the decision to really want to create an amazing experience for other children so no one else had to go through that same thing. So question number one was, what was your first introduction to dance? Now question two, what made you want to continue dancing? So with all of the distractions, obstacles or hard times, why did you continue to dance? What kept you going all of these years? When you could have stopped, why didn't you? This is so important because at any point in our lives, when things get tough, we tend to let go generally or move on from certain areas in our life that are a large money or time investment. So what was it about dance that kept you on track? What was so special about it that you decided to keep going and create an entire business focused around it? Question number three, what is your favorite dance memory? Think back to your favorite class, your favorite dance routine, teacher, performance, or something that was pinnacle for you. What about this experience for you was monumental? This could be dance friends, dance competitions, even hanging out in the waiting room. But I really want you to think about what is your favorite dance memory and possibly how this had an effect on you you staying and continuing to enjoy and love dance and also then as a result, starting your own studio or becoming a dance teacher. Question number four is what made you want to teach? Now, this is a big one. Reflect on the time where you wanted to take your love for dance to the next level. What gave you the idea to start teaching? Who inspired you to do so? And why did you feel this next step was crucial for you in your journey? Can you identify the reason or motivation which gave you the incentive to educate others? Now, for me, this was a major turning point in my entire life. Like Without this, I would not have my dance studio business, I would not have this business, I would not have a podcast, like this is a huge turning point and I'm sure it is for you too. So really take the time to think about, you know, even possibly when you were started assistant teaching, was doing this what really sort of, you know, sparked the the love for teaching and working with children and teenagers and even adults as you got older possibly? And what made you want to teach? Really think about that. That one's a really special one. Question number five was who inspired you the most to start your studio? Was there a teacher, student or peer who inspired you to open your own business of dance? Were you inspired by another studio owner, workshop or the studio grew up dancing in? What gave you the idea that the direction of business ownership is something you wanted to venture into with your love of dance? Now, I mentioned before, like I said, I was extremely blessed to grow up in a fantastic studio which inspired me to start my teaching and all of that and it was really fantastic I just loved it dearly and I still am they are still very close dear friends of mine but during a couple of years when I was at uni I moved to Brisbane which is the local capital city near my town I guess that I live in and I was teaching for a couple of different studios and some of them were fantastic and some of them were not so fantastic in the way that they dealt with their team members and in the way that they possibly dealt with their students, in my opinion, at the time. And keep in mind, I was very young. So, you know, this was all something that I thought about. And I was like, oh, you know, if, if I could do it, I would do it this way and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was just 
a thing that you think, I guess, when you don't have control. So you start thinking about, you know, what if, what if, what if? And then one day I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like this little, this little community hall down the road, they've put up a sign like saying that they're renting it out. Isn't that funny that, you know, that community hall has been there for years. I've never seen that. And then she was like, oh, it would make such a cute dance school. And then just was like, eh, anyway, and left it at that. And then I honestly could not get the idea out of my head and it really went, it really went from there. So um, I had grabbed a notebook and I started writing down ideas of things that I could have, what I would need in a studio, you know, names, colors. I just, I became obsessed by the idea and the more, yeah, it was, just, it was such a bizarre time because I was at university full time. I was living in Brisbane with my sister and my boyfriend at the time who I live with now back in the town where we grew up. And yeah, it was, I just became obsessed with the idea and I was very blessed that my parents were very supportive. And so at the age of 18, when I decided to open my studio, um, they were helping me get it all, you know, set up. I was obviously hiring at that point. And then I was 19 by the time we actually launched. And so I would say, obviously my experience growing up was what fueled my love. But I think my mum kind of, popped the idea in my head, maybe unknowingly, but absolutely. So who inspired you the most to start your studio? That was question number five. Question number six, how did it make you feel when you first visualized having your own studio? So take a moment, possibly close your eyes and visualize the memories that this question brings up for you. Really think about how it made you feel like that, you know, so excited, you're maybe a little bit nervous, just basically this feeling of wonderment you know, and relate back to that uh, story I just shared with you, you know, you might have, you know, had a dream board or you might have written down a couple of notes or it might have just been like an idea you obsessed over for many years. But I really want you to focus on that, you know, that feeling of excitement and, you know, having your own business and having a dance studio. So I know for me personally, when I first started, I didn't think it was going to take off very quickly. So I thought it was going to be a really fun part-time job and was very blessed to have the studio take off very quickly but I had to make decisions as a business owner that I I wasn't anticipating at the time but remember the question how did it make you feel when you first visualize having your own studio so really think about those feelings of joy and excitement question number seven how did it make you feel when you first opened your business and got your first students had your first recital hosted your first workshop all of those special firsts. So similar to the last question, I want you to think back to the time where you first opened your studio. What did it feel like? What was it like to host your first event and seeing the result of all of your hard work? Can you recall the reaction of the other people, the students and your parents? How did you feel after it? I know for me, I was absolutely sick to my stomach my very first concert and I had 50 students and now we you know run shows and mid-year showcases and our end of year concerts with hundreds and hundreds of kids and I don't hardly get nervous at all but I was that first one I was so sick I had never been so nervous in my life but it was such a feeling of accomplishment afterwards knowing that I had, you know, with the help of others, obviously, but, you know, I had created this amazing experience for the children and that there was so much joy and enjoyment from what 
the event was. I think this is also really important to check back in with yourself because I know a lot of times uh, we as studio owners set ourselves like student enrollment number goals and I think that is a fantastic thing to do to work towards to you know increase your student numbers and you know really increase retention at your studio and want to grow your business but I think sometimes if we don't hit that when we want to we can feel really disappointed and Sometimes this happens to me as well and I'm just like, oh, you know, why didn't this work or why isn't this working or, you know, why hasn't this class taken off? And then I have to kind of take a step back and think, you know what, me a few years ago would be absolutely thrilled to have the amount of students I have now. I could never have imagined it in my wildest dreams and now that I'm here, it's different because I have it now so I'm wanting, you know, to improve and go to the next step, which is just human nature. And, you know, I'm ambitious and I'm not embarrassed to say that. So, you know, I'm always striving to improve and grow. But I do sometimes maybe, you know, have stretch goals that are a little bit possibly too big at the time or it could be the time of year. It could be a number of things that come into effect. But then I do have to take that time. If if that goal doesn't um, come to fruition, which it does sometimes, and obviously then we celebrate, but I do have to then reflect back and go, you know, two years ago, three years ago, one year ago, if I had this number of students and I had achieved this goal, how would I feel? And normally I would feel extremely proud, extremely happy and extremely satisfied. So I just need to, you know, sometimes we need to bring our goals and our visions in check and really kind of put them into perspective. And not that it's not fantastic to really dream and kind of create a vision of the studio you want to have and what the you know size you want it to be. But again, it's really important sometimes also to bring that into check and review your goals as well. And lastly, my final question for today in this first fall into February series is in what way did you help another dancer or student either for the first time or even just recently so lastly I want you to remember a time where you really helped another individual with your business so as a teacher or as a studio owner how did you help possibly change someone's life Now, I know you do amazing things every day with your regular classes and programs, but can you think of a time where a parent, student or teacher gave you feedback that really made you think, this is why I do what I do? Maybe a student got a routine down when they were really working hard to master it or a parent told you how much happier the child is since coming to your studio. How did this make you feel in that moment and how does it make you feel now? really really it's important to you know it could even be a kind card from someone but it's really important to document these amazing sort of milestones in your career as a teacher and as a studio owner to keep motivation up and to keep you feeling positive and really reflect on why we do all of the things that we do in our day and why we are so busy and why we strive to grow our studios and create the most amazing experiences for our students every single day. So these are your reminders and I want you to get these down and keep them somewhere you see every day, whether it be your bathroom mirror, your fridge, your diary, or even in your phone in the notes. And that way when you're having a hard day, you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, you can take a second and meditate on the reasons why you began your business of dance journey in the first place. Hopefully this will give you some perspective on the bigger picture. And this is how you want to feel every day and will help you in knowing why it is all worth it. 
At the end of the day, you are doing your best and providing a happy, safe, and fun experience for your students like you once had, hopefully, which inspired you to start your studio in the first place. So these are my top eight reflection questions to help you fall back in love with your studio. Remember to sign up to get your free Fall in Love freebie booklet at www.businessofdance.net forward slash fall in love freebie and that's f-r-e-e-b-i-e and this will be released on monday february 26 i wish all of you a lovely day wherever you are in the world and be sure to stay tuned for the video coming out this wednesday on my facebook page at claire o'shea coaching bye for now thank you for listening to the business of dance podcast for show notes and other episodes please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.